Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table, a podcast discussion of tabletop role-playing games, war games, movies, books, and various other game topics. Be warned, this show may contain explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table. My name is Eric. This is Mark. This is Deuce. We're here at 2011 Gen Con. We're recording right now from the 15th floor of the Hyatt. Yes. Which uh, is the room my wife and I and my daughter are staying in. Yes, Deuce and I are not staying here. We're staying other places. That's right. Not together, by the way. Two separately, separate places. <laughs> so far, what's your opinion of the con? I've been frustrated since I got here uh, because they've rearranged everything and everything's not where I remember it being. I was just really getting comfortable navigating on my own about two cons ago. So now that I've, I know exactly where everything is, they've moved everything around. For those people who don't know, Indianapolis is doing two things and has done two things. Number one, they tore down the old football stadium and they made the convention hall even bigger. Wicked bigger. Yeah, and so that what that means for Gen Con is they moved the dealer room from where it used to be for however many years uh, to the other side. At least side. seven. Yeah, to the other side of the actual convention center. And that has completely rearranged everything for everybody. So where it was much more convenient to be over here. Near all the places to eat and the hotels and whatnot. Right, right. Then now it's more of a hassle for people who are at the traditional hotels because they have to walk a lot farther. And and with it being Gen Con, you're talking about people who probably, this is the most walking they've done all year. Right. So, <laughs> right. Uh, certainly the most walking I've done all year. <laughs> it is much more of an inconvenience for people because you're, you're already outside your element because things are mixed up so much. Right. And what else are you frustrated about? Uh, my bed is really hard and it's costing me way too much money. Well, uh, yeah. But uh, that's neither here nor there. And no, the games we've played have all been good. Again, I can't go outside and have a cigarette without being molested by anybody else who happens to be out there smoking. I don't want to hear about your fucking homebrew. That's my that's my rule. Right. That's the t-shirt we should have made. Yes, don't tell me about your bullshit homebrew. I think I will make that one exclusively for you. <laughs> And it's something other than white. It's not very flattering. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a little modification on the design because on a different colored T-shirt, the logo needs yeah, to doesn't quite show up. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to do some adjustments maybe for next year. And now, did you, you got in here last night. You're only here for one night or two nights. or Did you actually stay in a hotel last night? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you it like sounded like sack. you stayed in Sacred Shake. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. But I, I mean, I noticed your badge only said Saturday because that was the only day you were planning on going inside the... The convention hall. Do you find that more convenient for you? or I mean, because you've done the whole four-day thing before. I mean, which do you prefer? Well, I'm starting to question, is it worth it to spend, like, what? What do you spend? Like, uh, $700? I'm spending $1,300 13, on yeah. uh, parking and lodging. Yeah, so spending yeah. $1,300 on a weekend when, what could you do else with $13? Or how many gaming with materials $1,300? That's for... easily two guitars that I could have bought. Yeah, I, I start And or that. one really good one. So I start, I am practicing trying to see how I can save more money while I go to gym. Uh, one, what I did find out, something interesting, is uh, how to park for free. <laughs> really? There's always some fucking scheme going <laughs> fucking on. Fucking deuce, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, the um, the metered parking is free on the weekends. Oh, well, that's most cities are like that. Yeah, and it's free on Thursday, Friday after 6. Really? Okay. Yes. So you come in on Thursday night, park in metered parking. Why pay parking that day for however much it is? is right. $30 or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I mean, those little things. But I haven't paid parking all weekend. 
And I've actually I parked right in front of Noodles and Company today. That Noodles and Company, uh, you know, I mean that's just right that's there. Right so. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. So I know where to go down and key somebody's car. <laughs> right, go right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark and I have been here since Wednesday evening. I don't know the money. You, I agree with you that the money spent could be better spent elsewhere. The convenience of staying here at, right at the con is, st- I still think it's more. It, it's, it's, I, I maintain that that in, in particular is worth it. Yeah. Because all the shit that I bought today added 25 pounds to my bag. And it was great to be able to just walk right back to the hotel and drop it off. So, yeah, but anyway, uh, money and all that aside, we've all been here quite a bit before. Uh, how does this Gen Con so far rank with the rest of them that you can remember easily as good you know hard bed aside tito has uh defeated being too busy by just not opening his fucking shop today <laughs> yes we're uh, recording on saturday <laughs> evening and uh pizza de tito has not been open all, all day. day so he's he's probably comatose still uh. <laughs> but that poor man yeah um can't begrudge him taking a day off now so but other than that i think that you know all in all i think the the con itself because this is a little unique for us deuce usually shows up every year anyway just poof and there he is but with us it's usually the whole group of us and it's just me mark and deuce today you know normally mike and jason mike and jason and and woodside yeah aaron would be here and uh, possibly dan maybe dan so hopefully next year we'll have the whole crew but and that in in itself has kind of made it a little bit different because we don't have that whole group mentality. Mark and I've played a couple of games together and hung out a little bit, but for the most part, it's just you know, we just kind of been on our own, right? It's which which is really the, the way we do it whenever we come to the con. Anyway, you know, we will if we're sharing a hotel room as we commonly do, we'll end up at the con together, and even if we intend to walk around the showroom as a group, we split up by pairs and threes within fifteen minutes, and then. We're singles and a couples right. here and there within the hour, occasionally bumping into each other and joining back up for meals. Right. The thing that I do miss about that, though, is the dealer room or the convention hall yeah. floor is so big. And there's so much stuff going on that you really don't. I, my wife and I and my daughter started at the low end. And all the numbers for those people who haven't been to Gen Con before, all the aisles are numbered, uh, You know, starting at aisle 200. And it goes or, or one hundred. Oh, starting at one hundred. I'm sorry. I, at, for some reason, the the one hundred banner is different, so that's why it always throws me off. But the, from one hundred to like eighteen hundred or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so you know you you've got these aisles and they got these big things in the middle that kind of screw up the aisles. So you you really do have a tendency to just kind of wander around. Right. And with a group of guys kind of all separate or in in duos going around doing stuff you run into somebody and go have you you know have you seen that over there yet and you're like no i haven't been over there yet or uh, you know no not yet dan's always like scouting the minis you know right. so he, he's he knows where all the minis are and what the cool stuff is and you got to come see this jason's always looking for just western games western games <laughs> or just 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 quirky things in general uh mike has a tendency to look for like gaming aids and and things like that too yeah. that, that you know, so everybody kind of has their niche where they walk around and they find the things and then report back and go, hey, I found this at such and such, so you can go check it out. Yeah, so we didn't have that this year, which is why it took me three days to find Victoriana. <laughs> well, the, yes, <laughs> Cubicle 7 was kind of on, on, off the beaten path this yeah. year. Uh, it was actually kind of weird because the way they had it set up. It was off the beaten path, and yet it was right by a door. Yeah, and but and not only that, but it was kind of it was in a weird little nook within yeah. itself, and uh, I found that kind of strange. The, another thing that I noticed this year is that 
Fantasy Flight Games has taken over Gen Con. Oh, yeah. That, their booth is huge. It, it takes up like three sections. Right. It's like three or four sections of uh, three or four uh, rows. Right. They're taking up the space that uh, D&D has left. Right. WizKids is off in a corner. Or not WizKids. Uh, Wizards is kind of off on the side. Yeah, and they're not selling shit. Did you notice that? Uh, no, but I noticed that Paizo was awfully busy. Paizo's always busy. <laughs> yeah, and Paizo's weird, too, because they're set off over by the Kid Fun Center. Mm-hmm. The, the, like they they kind of try to set it up a little differently, where you have, you have role-playing games kind of mixed through the whole thing. But then you have uh, one little section, if you come in into the to the con off to your left, is kind of like the, the more kid and family-oriented stuff. Right. And Paizo's over there for some reason, and then everything else is kind of off to the right right and so, they've got the the art in the middle of the damn floor this time is usually the art show is uh off to one side right and now it's like right smack, smack dab in, in the middle. middle yeah and then you so you've got this big chunk of artists and then right next to it is this big chunk of fantasy flight games mm-hmm. yeah. you know so and it, it's just it's hard to get through the middle of the con is what we're saying i mean it's not a bad thing yeah but it's navigating the aisles is tough well i'm sure the art is getting a lot more traffic this year than it has previously I, that may have been why they did it because usually they have it kind of sectioned off so mm-hmm. you, you can only go in and out one you kind of got to want to go see the art right whereas this time it's a more integrated into this into it so you you know to get from one side of aisle 400 let's say to the other side you could cut through the artist section and so you see much more of the artists of it yeah and you run into a bunch of zebes looking at artwork right consequently like there was a couple of the um, magic the gathering artists and those boots were fucking packed oh yeah it was hard to get around them another thing i noticed is white wolf has an actual presence this year oh really it's not just a bar no it, it's uh <laughs> they actually are selling stuff uh, really yeah and i think they some of their mind's eye theater stuff they've reprinted that's still the, a big larp thing yeah it's the the vampire larp and the the, the werewolf larp yeah um at the hyatt this year down on the second floor is i guess where larp central second and third floors where larp central is yeah like if you take the sky bridge over from the convention hall over here to the hyatt then you walk up to the elevators there's an actual zombie larp there they congregate right there at the elevator so we've seen some pretty interesting uh, costumes there and things like that yeah speaking of which uh i've noticed a uh, larger population of uh drags really yeah, there were there were more dudes dressed as anime chicks this year than there were previously. Wow, I wonder why that is. <laughs> there were plenty of chicks dressed as anime dudes, and uh, I've seen that too. Yeah, and then there's uh, the Goblin King. David Bowie is back. I, I quite like her in that costume, so that's fine by me. Some of the other costumes, I, I mean, there hasn't really been anything that really like stood out. No, there is like uh, I haven't seen a Boba Fett or a Darth Vader. Only a couple of Jedi, mm-hmm. um, a couple of stormtroopers. I saw one kid, Boba Fett. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, one thing I did see is a guy dressed as, I think, a chaos something, but he had a full uh, face mask that was attached to his actual face. It wasn't like, you know, I bought this at the Halloween store last year. Right. It was like movie makeup, something attached to his face, and he looked like a pig dude. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only saw him at a distance, so I couldn't really see what it was. He had big black and red armor on and a big weapon of some sort. Have you seen the 40K people? 40K people. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah there are dark heresy costumes all over the place. Really? Yeah, priests of uh, of the emperor and whatnot. Yeah, they look pretty good. Yeah, they do. They put um, some work into that. Apparently, there's like five or six people that are walking around together that um, that are a PS3 game. Look pretty badass from what really? I'm hearing. I haven't heard. I haven't seen them yet. But huh. I saw some PS3s set up 
so that people could play Magic on them. Uh, you can do that with, with Xbox too. Yeah, Xbox well, I, I would no. Fuck yeah. magic, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, games we've played. Uh, have you played any games, like established games, or are you just doing pickup stuff? Yeah, just pick up. Yeah, we played a game of uh, Call of Cthulhu last yes. time. I don't know. What, what edition was that, dude? Ooh, I don't know. What it was, it was pretty Four? old. I think it's maybe second yeah, edition. This wasn't even yeah. remotely D20. Know. Well, no, uh, they just did one little like D20 book. Oh, yeah? But, yeah, Chaosium is still doing their old system. Oh, well, all right then. As a matter of fact, this year they have the anniversary edition of uh, Call of Cthulhu available leather bound. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's really nice, but it, it goes for 70 bucks. so... Uh, I'm done shopping. Oh, uh, I noticed that they have Earth Dawn reprinted. Yeah, I did notice that, too, by a different company. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'd be interesting just to look at it. I didn't get a chance to. Um, I'm not sure where which booth it was, but there's also a booth selling all... Uh, third edition Shadowrun stuff, including like the main book, and basically every source book I could ever think of, five bucks a pop. Wow, I didn't nice. see that. Nice. I, I only put all my third edition shit on eBay last year. so <laughs> Right, and I, I did the same thing, so you know I don't have any of that stuff anymore. But yeah, I'm, so that's the kind of cool thing about Gen Con is, yeah, a lot of the shit's overpriced. And a lot of your main the the main reason to go to your your main dealers the the publishers is for early releases and getting shit signed yeah, hard by, to find shit getting shit signed by the writers and all that stuff meeting the people who write it and shit like that the other reason is to go to these little side dealers because they've got some pretty good deals and as the weekend goes on it gets better yeah you know they're oh it was. Uh, Crazy Dave here or whatever was you know the Cra- oh yeah Crazy Igor yeah Crazy Igor I didn't see Crazy I Igor I don't think I saw his booth like either Crazy Igor starts off like day one he's like buy one get two free and then buy but yeah and then it's like buy one get six free by the end of the yeah by the end of the con he's like just take this shit away from me right I, I don't want to ba- I don't want to bag this shit anymore <laughs> last year I showed up intending to buy a bunch of Gear Craig stuff and then didn't and bought Babylon Five shit instead yeah no he's here. I I, oh, yeah? I, did, I did see his his place. I actually got a, a Conan book from his uh, from his place, but it's not labeled as Crazy Gore. I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, maybe it's just the sign is smaller or something. Maybe I got some like really hard to find uh, Clan War miniatures, and that's where yeah, I got. Those Eric from. got me some Clan War minis. Uh, my family we were walking around today, and <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even know what kind of booth it was actually. But it was, uh, they had like crystals and shit. But they, shit. <laughs> but it was, there was other things too. And the guys like, you know, they had these, you remember like in the 90s, there was the laser print, uh, like pictures and posters and shit. Kind of made it look like a foil card where it was kind of real shiny. You don't know what uh, the fuck I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. Well, anyway, the, those of you fucking graybeards will know what I'm fucking <laughs> talking about. So in the 90s, it was real popular to have these posters that were, la- they were just laser printed and they made shit kind of shiny. And they have these like eight, like a rainbow colored prism sticker or whatever. All right. Oh yeah, like yeah. the like the foil on a card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like that, and they're like these eight by ten pictures in frames, and like I guess at the beginning of the con they were selling them for like uh, seven bucks or something like that, and then you know marked them down. Now they're two bucks a piece. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the guy's like, please take take some. I do not want to take these home. Please just take them. So I'm sure tomorrow it's probably buy one, get all for a year or some shit. <laughs> but, My wife says she'll divorce me if I come home with these. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's like, here's some turquoise uh, jewelry. Just take that shit, too. <laughs> and he was like pointing out all the shit that he just does. 
does not want a box. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's the only reason to shop on Sunday. Yeah, is because the, the your smaller dealers, not necessarily the owners of these. Uh, shops, but the people who work for them Don't do not want to fucking out. box that shit up. <laughs> so they're like, please, just uh, you know, you you can walk like crazy Igor's. I've walked in there like on a Sunday and like pull out a book, and the guy's working the the thing goes, you know, hey man, I'll give you that one half off and four others just like it. Just get it out of here. Yeah, uh, that that happened to me last year when I was buying Babylon Five. They just don't fucking care. Right. Uh, it's it's all it's going to do is sit in a box till next Gen Con anyway, mm. and they're going to have to load that shit to Gen Con next year. So. <laughs> Sanctioned games that we've played though. We played uh, Victoriana on Thursday. Yes. With uh, Walt something. Uh, had his card. I don't know where it is. It's in my wallet. But it's one, of, one of the line designers for the game yeah. actually ran oh, it sweet. for us. So that's always nice because you have somebody who knows the fucking rules right. and then somebody who, who knows the setting well enough that he's writing for it. So it was a very, very well-organized game. And also I had I had kind of a, a feeling that it was going to be an inter, a more interesting game as the people were sitting down. And let me put it in perspective. The game we played before that was... Yeah. Heroes of Rokugan. Yeah, we played Heroes of Rokugan, which I endorse. Which I also endorse because it's L5R and I endorse everything in L5R. Yeah, uh, the problem with that was that when we first sat down... Um, it was uh, um, a married couple, their son, and his friend. Right, and you want it, it was like Spode 1, Spode 2, Spode 3, and his jack-off friend. Right. So, <laughs> so Spode 1, Spode wife, Spode Jr., and his jack-off friend. <laughs> so, but anyway... Um, and, I, and consequently, I think we gave them cards, so that we probably just lost a new. Uh, I don't. I, I, as I oh, recall, no, I, I only gave the game master a card. That's right. You did not give them <laughs> cards because they didn't. Because fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're already elitists. <laughs> that should have been, been well ch- If your child annoys me, I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> there were two children there who annoyed me. We had initially sat down, and one of the organizers walked up and said, "Can one of you guys get up and go to another table?" And both Mark. And I were like, we'll go to another fucking table. Right. <laughs> and we sat down with some decent guys. Right. Who we've been proud to play Al Farver with. And then the organizer comes back and says, nope, you guys need to go back to your old table. Fucking Zeb table. And I was like, oh, God. So uh, the game itself <laughs> wasn't bad, but it was just the, the company that we kept just made it worse. But yeah. I had higher expectations for this uh, Victoriana game. And, right. And, and uh, I've dug the card out. It's uh, Walt Sikonowski. Walt Sikonowski. C-I-E-C-H-A-N-O-W-S-K-I. Ah, a fine Polish name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Good. Now I can stalk him. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, but he ran. A, he ran an excellent game. The people that were sitting there with us, one was a cosplayer, which wasn't bad because she no. was she was in kind of a Victorian outfit with a parasol, which it, it wasn't that big of a deal. No. Uh, but then I got the impression that the other people, at least one of the other people that we were playing with, was a theater fag. Yes. And. Uh, uh, but initially, I was like, oh, okay. But he did a really good job of immersing himself into this upper-class English gentry. Mm-hmm. I played uh, his less couth brother, and right. Mark played his... Uh, Dwarven butler. Dwarven butler. Who didn't want to be a butler. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, his, his surly butler. So, but, it, it was it was actually a, a very put together, a well put together game. Yes, um, it was the, the, uh, the, uh, the Haverings. Yes, they have an actual yeah, source book. It's a supplement you can buy. Yeah, which I do endorse picking that up if you have any interest in any kind of a steampunk uh, Victorian-era game. 
Right. Yeah, you know that there's a lot more booths this year that are selling that material, like the oh, yeah. clothing and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I made the mistake and, of mentioning that it was steampunk, and I guess I got corrected that it was diesel punk. I don't oh, know. really? Yeah, I, oh, I don't. Diesel punk. Diesel punk. They've, uh, you know what happens when uh, somebody says, oh, they, uh, when they correct you and they tell you it's diesel punk? Um, you are legally obligated to punch them in the fucking face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Noted. Yes. Diesel punk. Pow. Well, you know, it, it, it is a year later. I guess they, they've gone from coal to diesel. Maybe that's what it what is. What the fuck ever, man. <laughs> their their that, timeline that, has advanced. That, that, that's too elitist even for me. <laughs> fucking douchebags. Fucking douchebags. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so we played that. Thanks again. Hipster. Hip, shit. Yes, hip, hipster hip, gamers. That's yes. a whole other. Oh yes, we, we, yes. <laughs> shout out to Mike, our our uh, our hipster uh, Greyhawk gamer. Yes, he our <laughs> hipster gamer. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we played. Of course, we played a fourth edition game. Yes. That uh, what it went okay. Yeah, I, I got the impression that. Uh, most of them were not necessarily happy to be playing with a nine-year-old girl. Well, no, I, but they did all right. They adjusted. They, I think that uh, a couple of them kind of rolled their. Uh, my daughter played with us. And, yes, uh, and she. The funny thing about it was, oh, she's ten. Oh. She's, she's upset with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shorty. Uh, she's ten, and uh, I think initially it was they were expecting her to be an. Just like, I don't know, just like a, a regular 10-year-old kid. She was wanting to, you know, let's do this, let's do this, let's yeah, do that. Yeah, she ended up leading the party. Yeah, she and ended up, as a wizard, <laughs> leading the party. There you and, go. And kicking down doors and yes. going in first and, and doing all these things. And it was such a... a it, I didn't want to inhibit her fun, so I tried not... I mean, I, I kind of, you know, reined her back yeah, a little bit. steered her in, in a more wizardly direction. Like, there's no reason to cast light. We have torches. I kind of let her do her own thing when it came to the role-playing aspect of it. And because she's never done it before, the guys sitting at the table were like, you know, especially the guy playing the other wizard. Yeah. He was just like, wow. She was doing all these things that wizards don't do. And I, I, I was thinking about that, and I even had to explain to her why that was so unique. Because if you think about it in fantasy and things like that you read Tolkien Gandalf had, would have no problem no. kicking in a fucking door uh, in fact uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy was played on TNT I was watching it earlier Gandalf's whipping some ass right mm-hmm. there in Minas Tirith but because the D&D mentality the wizard stays in the back and casts his magic missile and then he's fucking well, done I think that's day. more the mechanic more more than you know you know they, people learned right away that uh D four plus con hit points isn't very much right. So, but fourth edition, you don't really have that hang up as much. No, not so much. So, a, a wizard could lead from the front, and all the guys at the table were like, "I've never seen anybody play like that." You know, play a wizard like that. It was very refreshing, at least for me, to watch how people who have been gaming for for years could be surprised about something. Right. I'm sure that at first, or at least, you know, they probably wouldn't want to game with little kids consistently. You want to have a more of an adult game for the most part. But D&D, I think you can do that. You know? Right. Fourth edition makes it more approachable, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's and I'm, I'm still of the opinion that it is the gamer's primary responsibility to pass on the love of gaming to their children or to another generation to keep gaming going, because if you don't, it's going to die. Right. So anyway, yes, those were our, so far, our, yeah, our, our only two sanctioned games. Then we played a one pickup game of Call of Cthulhu. Which three sanctioned games. Three sanctioned. Oh, yes. Three L5R, right. So those were our three sanctioned games. Then we played a pickup game of, uh, of Call of Cthulhu. So I think that's probably going to be the extent of our, our gaming. I mean, that's a lot of actual gaming to do over a weekend when, 
You spend most of your time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if we'd have to call up the paramedics. Or something. What the fuck's going on? No, there was a there was a, little, a lot of gas built up in there, and I had to you know, open the valve a little bit, let okay. stuff out. <laughs> out the bottom is what you're saying. No, out the front. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I could have made that a, a, a room resonating belch if I wanted oh, to, but okay. I, I wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't be new. Yes, there's a ten year old present, apparently. Yeah, so. well, she, she like she'd never heard that before. <laughs> Dan, you can keep this part. <laughs> So we've talked about, you know, some of the changes this year. Uh, well, and the other thing I was going to mention that's kind of fucked up is that this is uh, 2011. February 2012, Indianapolis is hosting the Super Bowl. And they have completely fucked up all the roads here. Yes. And that's um, Although I did hear uh, a local guy talking last night. Apparently, uh, one of the things that Indiana does really well is rip up roads and put them back down. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> as long as they know what they're doing, right? Because uh, when I got here Wednesday, uh, was the Capitol over here by the by the convention center was completely ripped up, and they've put down three lanes of asphalt Already? over the course of the past three days. Hmm. And they didn't work on it at all today because it's Saturday. I wish they did roads like that in Missouri. No kidding. So you know that's the the changes. You got the new hotel, the new what? Uh, it's a Marriott. Something. Yeah, it's like WB Marriott or some shit. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. What? Huh? JW. The JW Marriott is is this massive, like all glass, blue thing, beautiful hotel. I have not seen the inside of it. No, but I hear uh, it's fucking uh, my gorgeous. buddy Dave has. He's he stayed here several months ago. Really? Yeah. And apparently, he got a really sweet deal on his uh, hotel room because they weren't quite done building it yet. Because uh, I looked to try to get a room there, I was like, no, I have to sell my car. A very very nice hotel, but uh, that's new. Yeah, he said there's like HD TVs in the can. Wow. Yeah. Because you know you got to watch your HD TV when you're taking a big old right. shit. <laughs> I crap in high def, <laughs> and you know you, you see the the costumes, and you get you see some fucked up costumes. Oh yeah, uh, like some people that are barely trying, and then other people who have spent way too much time on their costume. Yeah, and then of course there's the fucking uh, massive land mammals that are uh, <laughs> are here. Swamp donkey. <laughs> there, I, I was saying earlier there was a uh, there's a booth that actually uh, advertises that they have up to 10x t-shirts. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So. And I, they they probably sold out because I guess if you need a 10x t-shirt, <laughs> you're gonna buy them all right there. Right. right. You, you're not gonna pass that be shit rough. up. Yes. It's like you 10x. Goddamn. That's I don't mean. even care what's on it. <laughs> <laughs> it could say, I suck cock. I'm still going to pick, pick it up because it's my size. <laughs> Anything I don't else know. I can uh, talk about uh, comparing this con to last year. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, talk about comparisons. Um, well, the number one thing I thought last year when I went was, because that, that was the first year, right, that um, Wizards wasn't full on. Yeah, they kind of yeah, they, they they really scaled back. They kind of disappeared. And mm-hmm. then you noticed, like, in that the whole hall, like, Half the hall was empty that year because you didn't have wizards, and then they yeah. had that whole like adults or kids section, and right. then, <laughs> adult section. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> well, know, there was that one uh, roped off thing last year was because uh, was it last year that they had the Conan game and there was adult yeah. content, so there yeah, was the so, adult section as well. So we've expanded this year, mm-hmm. and then you know it's like all it's like they all of the vendors this year decided that they're going to double up. Yeah. Right. Did you notice right. that almost every vendor has like two booths now? It's right. The two crazy. booths are double sized mm-hmm. and things like that. What, there was another one that uh, that caught my eye that was really big this year. 
Oh, uh, uh, Catalyst we, was Catalyst is rather big. Yeah, uh, uh, we, weird uh, miniatures. I may, I, 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 it became very apparent to me that weird miniatures is really big now because I remember two years ago, weird miniatures was one of those little bitty fucking booths mm-hmm. that you could have missed if you blinked, and now it's like humongous to see the progression of how big companies like White Wolf, right. Wizards of the Coast has just started to come down, and you see these others that are starting to come up. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steve Jackson Games is yeah. bigger this year yeah. than uh, uh, I've ever remembered. Uh, them and uh, Cryptozoic was pretty big. Yeah, there was a new one, Radakai. Oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. I, I walked by because I was like, I saw it first thing when I was here Thursday. I was like, oh, I wonder what that is, and then I never fucking went over there. And then today I actually walked by. I think it's some kind of anime card game yeah something like that but there's also they separated a lot of things too you don't you, the board game room is humongous right because they took up uh, part of the old uh, convention hall and then also they whereas years past they've had the little section of the video games and stuff mm-hmm. that is completely removed and put into its own room yeah mm-hmm. yeah and there's a lot of these little rooms that as you walk down the hall you'll see these little rooms that have things that would normally be in the convention hall floor Right, you know, like World of Warcraft card game oh, yeah. has its own room where it sells its own shit and all that stuff in its own room. Right, and you know what? What kind of lifestyle do you lead where you're you're at home rocking World of Warcraft on the computer, and then you leave your house to go to your friend's house who probably was just on the computer with you and go play World of Warcraft the fucking card game? <laughs> <laughs> How much World of Warcraft do you fucking right. need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for World of Starcraft to come out. I want to be a Zerg. Yes, I, I can do that. I've <laughs> never played Starcraft in my life. Uh, Diablo 2 or 3, whatever, whatever iteration yeah. we're on, is coming out soon. So yeah, yeah that's I heard that. Be, it's going to take over. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Mass Effect 3, that's they're, all I care about. They're very good at uh, pushing their own product. Although uh, Dave did finally get me playing a non-RPG console game recently. He loaned me uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I was playing the shit out of that. I had to stop playing that to pack and come here. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, we'll be wrapping it up here. And I think the next con episode will be Archon. Uh, really? Yeah, I got a, I got an email. And they're going to set us up with a table. They wanted to know if we wanted to be in the main area. Mm-hmm. Or set aside over by the registration where it's quieter. Probably where it's quieter. Yeah, uh, but there's not going to be as much activity. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, yeah, ambient it, noise. I don't know if it'll mess. It'll it, if if we if we Donahue the mics like we are. I yeah. think we'll be all right. Yeah. So that way, the, it's not so much going in. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll 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 talk about it. But yeah, it looks like we're going to do another on location. Uh, we'll have more of the crew here, so we'll be able to get more of a. Have a crosstalk going. Right. So, um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Gamers Table, and like us on Facebook. You have been listening to Gamers Table, brought to you by Side Tangent Productions. Visit us at www.gamerstable.com. Products and intellectual property discussed during this podcast are the properties of their respective owners. This production is for entertainment purposes only. Any commercial broadcast is prohibited without the express consent of Side Tangent Productions.